Welcome to the Chamber Members Podcast. Today's special guest is Stacy Hoffman with That Plumber. We'll get to learn their story in building a successful small business and hopefully some great industry tips. First, a shout out to Floor Coverings International for sponsoring this week's episode. If you're looking for an easy way to get your floorings replaced, reach out to our friend Jason Andler at Floor Coverings International. They'll bring the store to your door. They can be reached at 330-826-1373. Stacy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank welcome. you for having me. I remember uh, we first met at one of the tip clubs you lead on Wednesday morning uh, yes. back in November. It's it's hard to believe that's almost been a year. I know, I know. <laughs> We're coming up on a year. Um, <laughs> it's been fun. I've been just at the chamber almost a year now because that's kind of like one of the first tip clubs I went to. I was running around doing all of them. And uh, I loved how um, like welcoming the whole group was. And, you know, because it's kind of nerve wracking getting started and, you know, networking. So I really appreciated that. I'm glad. Um, it was really nice because I kept, you know, we went. I probably went all of December to that one. I went to a lot of them and kind of got to know your story a little bit and what you guys do and what other other, uh, members do. And it came in really useful because we had that deep freeze last December and I had one of my pipes freeze. And I was like, oh man, who do I call? Like, who do you call? Right? So I was like, I know, Stacy, I call that plumber. (laughs) And I was expecting because it was such a deep freeze, I was expecting like, oh, two to three day turnaround, right? Everybody needs work done. And uh, you guys were able to come right out and fit me in. And uh, it ended up being my that little line to the water, to the um, dishwasher that froze. Ah. And you guys stopped the bleeding for me. <laughs> so I wouldn't have found it. I thought it was like in the crawl space somewhere. I'm like, I came here. It's like, nope, this is where it's at. Took it out. Patched it all up for me. So I appreciate you guys' timeliness. It was awesome. Thanks. Um, so I know you guys fix frozen water pipes. What else do you guys do? We do all of the plumbing things. So from residential, commercial, backflow, drain cleaning, we, we touch on all of that. Okay. So, and light handyman work. Nice. You guys do like hot water tank <clears throat> installs and different things like that. And yes. Okay, nice. Hot water tanks, sump pumps, broken pipes. All, Everything. All, all, of, all of the things. Nice. Yes. Excellent. <clears throat> um, I know, do you guys handle urgent calls along with scheduled? We do. Oh, we okay. do. We try to, like, for example, with Andre's situation, we always try to keep at least one of our guys available for day-to-day calls. So if we have two or three of them on scheduled things, we have one guy who, for the calls that come in that day, the emergency stuff, the not first world problem stuff, but emer- true emergencies like burst pipes. And That's so crucial to have someone there that can respond quickly to it and kind of take care of it. We before. certainly try. Yeah, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. So I know um, I had someone ask me, you know, for recommendation, but they're out in Wadsworth. I wasn't sure if you went that far. Like, what's your service area? You know, what are you able to effectively, you know, get to? Because you have to obviously drive to each location. So. Right. We we do service Wadsworth. Okay. So all of Stark County, all of Summit County, and then like in the front or the Wayne areas. Well, we try to stay within a half an hour of the shop, but we know how hard it is sometimes to get somebody to show up mm-hmm. or to actually answer the phone. So if you need us and you're a little bit farther out of our service area, we try to make it work. Awesome. Appreciate it. Um, what, so next time someone asks for, you know, plumbing or needing plumbing, uh, service, uh, what number should they call? Our main office is 330-494-8054. Perfect. Is that the best way to get a hold or, or what are, are there other ways? Definitely to get a hold? the most expedient way. Cause, okay. um, there's always somebody, we personally answer the phone. We don't hire it out. We, it's not a machine. We have, there's three of us who answer the phones. That's the best way. We also have a contact form on our website. 
We also respond to the Facebook, but we don't always get notifications. So that's not the most effective form if you need something quickly. Right, yeah. right. The phone is always the best way. Perfect. Okay. So I know you've been in business almost nine years, right? Come up on that? Yeah, October. Wow. Yes. Um, I guess using your long-term memory then, what <laughs> um, what got you started? Um, you know, a number of things. We had some life changes. Jason was working very early in the morning. He really, we have five kids. He wanted to be able to get the kids off to school in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and the company that he worked for prior to was a really a wonderful company. We have a different pricing structure. And he had been at a client's house, and they, he was told to charge her over $200 for being there for under an hour. And he came home, and he's like, Stacy, I can't, I can't keep doing this. What are we going to do? I was like, well, you either do it yourself or you suck it up and do what you're told. Yeah. Um, so we sat down, and we talked about it, prayed about it, and we were like, well, I guess it's time. So we started off with a handy, it was that handyman is how we started because we believe very strongly in licensure and he didn't have his plumbing license at the time. He was eligible to test for it, but didn't Mm -hmm. have it. So um, he just started doing those side jobs and that's how we kind of kicked it off. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really great. So I guess for most companies, starting off is kind of like the biggest risk. Was that the the same for you guys or did you guys find a way to minimize that? It was definitely a risk because <laughs> we both kind of jumped in. So I had a full-time job working for a web development firm and I quit, you know, and left there fairly rapidly to start the chamber things and getting our marketing up and running. You know, I worked with them to get our website done mm-hmm. and um, kind of started the networking thing and building up work for Jason because um, he just, he went to his full-time job and then he did the handyman stuff and the light plumbing on the side afterwards. And, that so that was kind of our start. So we immediately you know lost our my income, and then <laughs> big happened, risk, big yes, risk. Yeah. You know, we kind of just like you know what when you jump he catches you, and we we were very blessed that uh, when we jumped we definitely had a pretty deep cushion. Nice. So yeah, we were lucky. Awesome. Um, are you able to share a piece of advice you wish you had prior to starting the company? <sighs> oh, that's a hard one. Um, well, you know, we were. Yeah, it, honestly, the first thing that I was told was join the chamber. And it was incredibly effective. I would say that 30% of our business in our first year came from chamber contacts. And you know, when you join a tip club, we always say, if you think that this is going to work tomorrow, don't expect that kind of turnaround. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you have to be involved. You have to, it's relationship marketing, right? Yep, right. Um, we were very blessed that our industry is a very needed industry. So that was the biggest piece of advice that I got right off the bat that we followed and had very quick return. So, yeah, join the chamber. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I've experienced similar. I mean, you got to build that relationship, but once you do, things start flowing in for sure. Right. Yeah, people use who they know, like, and trust, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So what were some of the biggest challenges um, facing starting off and growing? Um, Well, there are a couple of things. One, when you're doing handyman work, you need a lot of different tools and a lot of different equipment. Yeah. Um, so even just buying the equipment, you know, it's, we had, obviously Jason had a full range of tools, but you, we got into things that were like, oh, wow, how are we going to do that? And we operate on a cash basis. I don't like to carry debt. So we don't finance tools. We didn't finance trucks. We didn't finance any of that. So just getting enough business going to sustain our five children and our, you know, our personal expenses, and then being able to invest back into the business, that was definitely the hardest and buying a vehicle that could hold all of the tools because we had one we're like this is good and then it was very rapidly not um <laughs> so really just those those larger investments getting the drain cleaning machine the cameras the you know the things the tools of the trade that you yeah. really needed that aren't don't come cheaply no so, not cheap at all yes and, and not financing them yeah. so 
Um, was there a particular moment in your growth that changed your course of business? Yeah. So like I said, we started off as that handyman. And then as soon as Jason had his license, then we kind of did that handyman and that plumber. And we were somewhat maintaining two brands. I mean, like they, they looked the same, right? But it was two different company names. And mm-hmm. eventually we had to pull the switch and say, are we going to, like on our online presence, because I'm fairly aware of how important your online presence is. Do mm-hmm. we switch from that handyman.com that had a really good reputation and go full that plumber? Mm-hmm. And when is the right time to pull that trigger? Um, that was, <laughs> silly as it sounds, probably one of our hardest decisions was, is it time? Because yeah. you know you're going to take a hit when you have a well-respected website mm-hmm. with lots of traffic and making that jump to the full-time that plumber. That was a, that was a trying time. Uh, we were lucky that we had had a fairly decent reputation before doing so, so it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. But mm. just pushing the button yeah. was, you know, <laughs> it was it was rough, but we we got through it. Nice. Uh, so I love asking small business owners what they consider their um, competitive advantage to be. Uh, what sets them like apart from your competitors? Um, we have what we call, well, it was that handyman difference, now it's that plumber difference. Calling a service contractor is not an inexpensive thing. And calling a licensed contractor, not some guy that you found off of Facebook, is even harder sometimes. Yeah. So we, it took us eight years to have a service call fee, um, and, and I hate that we do. So we offer a full hour's worth of work. So if we're coming to your door and we're charging you to be there, and whatever we do takes you 15 minutes, everybody's going to charge you for that full first hour. And it, it makes me cringe. So we're going to say, what else do you want us to do? You know, we're, you're paying me for an hour. I'm happy to do an hour's worth of work. So even if there's something that you didn't think about, we'll, we'll come and look at it. You want us to flush out water tank. You want us to inspect and make sure your sump pump's working. Give us something else to do so that you don't feel like you just got raked over the coals yeah. by having a, a service provider in your house. Nice. That's really cool. So, yeah, yeah it takes. Huge. I mean, it's an investment driving out to someone's house, right? You have half right. hour there, half hour back. Right. So you have to have, you know, a minimum charge, but it's nice that you're able to right. do those extra little things. I mean, it makes a big deal for someone. It's like, oh, yeah, I need to flush out my hot water tank that keeps right. it running good. Or, right. you know, fix a, a leaky sink that I've been not wanting to pay for or something like that. You know, something simple. Right. It's just something small, yeah. simple that you're not going to call somebody out to fix. But while they're there, you might as well just take a look at it. It's yeah. not going to cost you more. And then you don't have that buyer's remorse of, I can't believe I just called them and it was something stupid that I probably could have fixed yeah, myself. I didn't know. And I had to pay them to do that. And I just feel nauseous that I just paid them to be here. Yeah. And at least you get to feel like you got your value. Right. <clears throat> um, during your nine years in business, have there been any unusual quests that customers have made towards you that you had to handle? <laughs> We've had a couple of, of weird things. I've had our guys call us a couple of times going, I really don't know how to handle this situation, um, just from a personal personnel perspective. Um, but also just from a plumbing perspective, we have somebody right now, actually, who wants us to help them plumb a heater for their pool using wood. So they want, and that's just a different thing. You know, typically you're Pool heaters used with gas or even mm. solar, and they want to be able to use a wood-burning stove mm. to heat their pool. And that's, uh, that's a little—that has Jason going, okay, this is a fun thing that I get to kind of figure out how we'll actually make it work. Yeah, so. right. Nice. That's awesome. I've seen some uh, things on Facebook that do the same thing, but I was like, I don't know if that's just one of those things that, you know, they don't really show you what's right. going on. They, they tell you like a little bit. Right. Try to do it at home and then it doesn't work out. Doesn't work <laughs> right. so, I'm sure there'll be some um, research and learning you guys got to do. That's awesome. Uh, 
So do you guys have any like favorite customers that you've uh, met over the years or interesting? So to this day, one of our very first clients, and this was, you know, all the way back in October of 2014, Jason redid a basement for somebody. And it was the best job that he ever had. He still talks about it because he just really enjoyed it. And it wasn't until, you know, he was almost done with it that I realized he enjoyed it so much because when they were done every night, the homeowner would come down with a bottle of Feckin, which is an Irish whiskey, and they would have a, a whiskey together. And every time they called after that, um, they always requested the end of the day so that Jason could have a glass of whiskey with them. <laughs> so yes. that definitely his favorite. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So I know um, you guys are always great at sharing tips at the tip club. So that's one of the things that the Wednesday night, the Wednesday morning tip club is really good at doing. Are there any industry tips you're able to share today? Um, well, we're getting coming into fall, which means winter, which means frozen pipes. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, definitely take your hoses off. Like once that weather starts turning, take your hoses off. If you have inside shutoffs, use them. Um, if you don't, think about getting them because uh, those hoses cause big problems. When the weather turns, if you have outside walls, what, any pipes on outside walls, open your cabinet doors when it gets, when we get that, like the mm-hmm. deep freeze we had last year, try to keep that warm air circulating around your pipes. Yeah, I didn't Leave it that. dripping if you need to. <laughs> um, just little things to make sure that you're protecting your pipes because burst pipes, a little teeny tiny pinhole can cause so much damage. Yeah. And if you notice it, fix it right away. That's a, yeah, water is just... It's so damaging. Yes. It can do horrible damage for sure. <laughs> right. And remember, too, like if you let it get too bad, insurance companies will pay for the damage that resulted, but they don't pay for the plumbing repair. So if it gets worse and worse and worse, it's just like with anything else. Fixing it sooner rather than later will probably save you money in the long run. Yeah. So uh, we're always about promoting each other at the chamber, um, referring to each other and shout outs. Do you have any shout outs you'd like to give? Fellow members? Uh, you know, there's there's so many that we've just been so lucky. We work pretty closely with Buckeye Restoration. They are a company that comes in. Like, if we have to call mm-hmm. them because somebody's yeah. – we, we aren't the kind of company that's going to call them unless they're needed. Um, so we call them, and they come and fix you when all your stuff that's broken. We work a lot with them. Um, and, I, and I always like to give a shout-out to the Carger Group. I mentioned um, like have, uh, that I started working on our website, and they're the ones who helped us with it right from the that's beginning and told me – Get your butt in the chamber. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I really like catching up. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for making it easy too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, fun. No it's great. So up next, we got our business tip of the week by SPS Consulting Systems. Hi everyone, uh, Sean Hetrick, SPS Consulting Systems. Uh, this week's tip of the week, we're going to do a little bit different. I'm going to talk about the hundredth monkey effect which is a, a little uh, story that I think kind of has some, some good meaning behind it. Um, <clears throat> so what it is, is in 1952, on an island in Japan, these researchers found this group of monkeys that were out there, and they kept eating the, I think they were actually yams, but the sweet potatoes from the ground, um, and they were dirty every time, and they kept eating them and getting sick from them. Um, so what they did was they taught one monkey how to wash it, how to take it out in the water and wash the, the fruit before they ate it. Um, he taught, or she taught her kids, and her kids taught her kids, but still the whole group was not uh, doing it. It was just those people that had learned to that point. And then when they got what they say was the hundredth monkey learned, a consciousness shift happened, and everyone in the monkey group started to do this washing procedure. So really how you can relate that kind of to business is really just keep getting your name out there, keep talking to people, and the more people you know, more people you know, and eventually you get to a point where a conscious shift happens where people are like, oh, 
I do remember, you know, they do this and they're good at this, this kind of service or they, they can provide this uh, type of benefit to me. So, so that's just the thing about consciousness, about keep getting your name out there. And the more people you touch, the larger your network will grow. Again, this is Sean Hetrick, SBS Consulting Systems. Sean, thanks for the tip. Yep. Well, that's a wrap for our show. Uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you next week. Bye.